Mustard gas is something that surely nobody thought would ever be considered a good thing. Although it was primarily used as a weapon, it led to one of the most unexpected and life-changing discoveries to this day, chemotherapy. The use of mustard gas dates back all the way to World War I. When it was first used in Belgium, it killed around 10,000 people and left many more wounded. The effects of mustard gas ranges from blisters, burns, respiratory issues, eye irritation and blindness, and GI upset, to reduction in the formation of blood cells that can lead to infection, weakness, and bleeding. It's safe to say that mustard gas created a new layer to chemical warfare and ended up killing and crippling thousands of people during its time on the battlefield. Its story doesn't end after the First World War, though. It continues with two doctors at Yale University, Louise Goodman and Alfred Gilman. Whilst the country searched for an antidote as World War II approached, these two doctors searched the medical records of soldiers that had been exposed to the dangerous gas. They had found that many of them had an alarming loss of immune cells in their blood. They kept thinking about the implication of this. They wondered if, since the gas could kill healthy cells, if it could kill cancerous cells as well. They decided to perform animal trials to test this theory. They began testing mice with a topical dose of nitrogen mustard, a derivative of mustard gas. They found that the application of nitrogen mustard resulted in a regression of lymphoma in those mice. Since those trials showed promising results, they moved their trials onto rabbits. Those trials confirmed their hypothesis even further. After the animal trials, Goodman and Gilman moved on to clinical trials. They needed a person with white blood cell cancer. The first to volunteer was a 48-year-old man with lymphosarcoma. To keep his identity confidential, he was referred to as JD. JD's disease was quite advanced. It was so advanced that the tumor in his throat wouldn't allow him to eat and the tumors in his armpits did not allow him to cross his arms. He was out of options as the doctors told him he had exhausted all other forms of treatment. Because of this, he decided to take part in the clinical trial. On August 27, 1942, JD received his first injection of nitrogen mustard. Because of the war, it was referred to as Substance X in all documentation. After receiving multiple IV injections of the substance, JD's disease began to improve. He could eat and sleep without pain for the first time in a while. He began to notice the tumor softening and disappearing. Despite the treatment, JD ended up passing away roughly six months later because his disease was too far along to be completely treated. Although JD's time within the trial was short, his impact is still felt today. He was officially the first patient to be treated with chemotherapy. But nitrogen mustard was still a pretty toxic chemical. That's where Professor Alexander Haddo comes in. Haddo was the director of Chester Betty Research Institute in 1948. He was trying to find compounds that could block the growth of tumors and treat cancer. After reading the research done in 1946, he had the same realization as Goodman and Gilman. Mustard gas could be the answer. He experimented with nitrogen mustard to figure out what parts of the molecule made it shrink tumors. He used rats in these trials. He would build and configure different forms of nitrogen mustard. Some changes would cause there to be no effect on the tumors in rats. In doing so, he was able to figure out which parts of the nitrogen mustard molecule were needed to kill cancer cells. He's able to find a way to make the molecule less toxic, but more effective at killing the cancer cells. This launched the new era of cancer treatment that is chemotherapy today. Today, chemotherapy still remains a vital treatment for some cancers. Thanks to the work of Goodman and Gilman, there was a first patient treated with a form of chemotherapy for cancer in 1942. The work of Haddo was monumental for we still use the framework of four molecules he laid out today. The chemical structure made by Haddo is only a few molecules away from the drug to treat chronic lymphocytic leukemia and non-Hodgkin lymphoma called chlorambucil. We still actually use derivatives of nitrogen mustard to treat certain cancers today. Haddo's research aided in the development of chemicals to treat cancers other than cancers involving blood cells. Cisplatin is similar to mustard gas due to its two critical chlorine atoms. 
Cisplatin is used to treat testicular cancer and is very successful, resulting in about a 96% chance of survival for those patients long-term. While we can thank Goodman, Gilman, and Haddo for their research and work to create chemotherapy, more research is needed to continue to improve the effects of chemotherapy and other treatments for cancer. It's pretty incredible that something as deadly and terrifying as the use of mustard gas during World War I could result in the finding and using of chemotherapy to treat cancer today.